This is the Cricket Minute and I'm Dr. V. Today is 26 February. The biggest supporter of this podcast and an ardent English cricket fan Mr. Satish joins us for today's episode from London. He was part of several episodes of this podcast in the past and needs no further introduction for our listeners. He can read his words of wisdom through his tweets at Satish Gem. At Satish Gem. Is it correct Satish? Yeah, it's right. Hey guys. Wonderful. Hey, Australia registered a comfortable victory over the host South Africa in the T20 Women's World Cup final to clinch their sixth title. After winning the toss, Australia set a target of 157 for South Africa, powered by Beth Mooney's unbeaten knock of 74 of 53. Beth Mooney's knock included nine boundaries and one sixer at a strike rate of 140. For South Africa, Shabnam Ismail was the pick of the bowlers with two for 26 in four overs. South Africa's hero of the semi-final, Kaka, went wicketless. In response, South Africa managed to score only 137 for 6 in the 20 overs. Ashley has made and shoot, Ashley Gardner, Darcy Brown and Jess Johnson bowled economically and accounted for one wicket each. Lara Woolward scored 61 of 48 but was not enough to take South Africa closer to the target. Ashley Gardner was awarded the player of the tournament for her all-round performances. Beth Mooney for her 74 of 53 was awarded the player of the final. 1 million US dollars the prize money for the winners and 500,000 goes to the runners up. Semi-final losers receive 210,000 and teams exited in the group stage gets 30,000. With the exception of their win in the semi-finals against India, Australia had comfortable victories throughout the tournament including the finals. Satish, what's your thoughts on this? Uh to be honest, I think Australia were extremely clinical. Clinical to the kind of bordering kind of boring but again you know what champions always do that they take turn up and they win constantly i someone mentioned to me that they they use the word choke again but but to my honest opinion is again south africa the south african women did not choke it was not a choke it was just australia were better than them but let's not take anything away from the fact that this is the first south african cricket team men or women to a feature in a world cup final I think hats off kudos to them they've done it they're a fantastic bowling unit they've got to the top but but Australia kind of tested this they're kind of time tested they literally play as i said clinical is the word i can i can think of because even to the very end Laura almost almost took it away but again 59 of 30 was was a bit bit too much and again as you said Australia what they did is again very simple uh, they believe they're going to win it and they literally delivered that's what champion teams do Great points there about South Africa reaching the finals for the first time. Wonderful. Hey, at base in reserve in the second test match after getting follow-on and forced, New Zealand were at 202 for three in their second innings at stumps of day three. 149 opening partnership between Conway and Latham provided the much-needed foundation for New Zealand. Kane Williamson at 25 and Henry Nichols at 19 were unbeaten at the crease at the end of third day's play. New Zealand are now only 24 runs behind with seven of their second innings wickets intact where do you think this game is headed you know what it's it's, it's, a, it's a game of two coins again every other game is but this one was one was the literal kind of uh, the the frenetic pace that england play at uh, and kind of setting targets and literally throwing them back, asking them to follow on i think it's it's, it's the strategy is is sound I have a feeling that like the Kiwis are always kind of back to the wall they're literally kind of unassuming but yes they they are champions in their own right they just don't they don't make the noise of their neighbors but again they are there and they're fighting for it but my feeling is again it's still 
it's a difficult difficult mountain to climb because they might be 24 behind but another wicket falls and then if they are then just just let's think about it they're still they've lost four wickets three wickets for zero because they're still in deficit they just lost three wickets for minus that's where they are so again anything north of 180 is going to be a target but i have a feeling that it's again one wicket would fall another would fall and then they literally kind of wipe the tail even if that's not the case uh, we said england the target of 150 uh, probably they'll get it in 12 hours that's 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 nice points about uh, three wickets for the minus yeah absolutely correct uh, i know kane williamson is there and blundell is there so they are capable of scoring big but uh, we have to see but interesting point is even the bowling new zealand bowling with the exception of southy and probably the who's the other one uh, not the wagner uh not the wagner that yeah yeah so others are they're not sharp uh, to to challenge england so yeah that's good point hey they are a bowler shot they are a fast bowler shot and they are a spinner shot correct correct uh, harry brook is just 24 years of age but has become a batting sensation with his 809 runs at an average of close to 90 and strike rate close to 100 in just 9 innings What you thought what is making him click a few things one he is supremely talented and he is super confident in himself but that is one side of the coin but just kind of uh, let's make a note again uh, is that Ben Stokes leading the team and Brendan McCullum being the coach i think the positive forces influence they are has also contributed to him literally going on because he's literally been given a pat on the shoulder and said go out son do what you can The thing is, because of the aggressive and the kind of uh, approach for the entire team, he's been able to express himself. I have a feeling that if it was the previous, uh, previous group or the group before that, he one he would have never played. Number two, he would have played one match, scored a hundred. They would still bench him and said, "Oh, you know what? Your time will come." Because that's how England go about. Uh, they used to go about their Test team, but now they said, "Listen, 23, so what? Go on, go out there." do what you can if you get out it's final back you so i think one being confident in yourself and being supremely talented is all fantastic but you also know need the right backing i thought i know we down the years have known a few superlative talent supremely talented people have literally disappeared because it's also about the backing you can have the talent but if someone believes in you or doesn't believe in you it, it acts so cutting a long story short i think he's awesomely talented i can see the stroke play is going to get better but again kudos to him and all the support group all around them the, the energy that you feel you're not part of a team i'm not saying everybody supports him but the the energy you feel is palpable it's like if you're anywhere around them it feels like you you're going to suffer from an electric shock that's how the entire outfit is so i think it's all contributed again i'm not taking anything away from harry fantastic talent awesome stroke play but the backing and the support group it's it's, it's brilliant it's, it's fine i'm very happy that england kind of turned it around oh the a very important point uh, you spoke about the backing yeah i see like uh, uh, england's captain is his number one favorite uh, number one fan i guess so that's what he's is saying in his twitters and everything so yeah that that plays a very important part backing Um, he, he has played like what in three countries so far in England, in New Zealand, and in Pakistan. Interestingly, in New Zealand his average is 109. In Pakistan his average is 93. In England his average is 12. Uh, that's against South Africa. Do you think like it's because like South Africa had a good pace bowlers? 
he is susceptible to pace do you think like that like uh, i when- think he was getting his feet in quite literally again it's, it's i think it's a, it's a bit sometimes we we need to be a little bit more lenient because again it's easy again it's not a thing but it's easy being an armchair critic but the thing is when you go out there and you face up to the music it's you need to find your feet he's found his feet the only thing again if he had found his feet faster his average would be 100 but you know what it's not a problem he's come around he's he's been given the right breaks at the right time and they've thrown him at the deep end that's the case any cricketer was thrown at the deep end always kind of so you see that the people that have been thrown at the deep end are the ones that are, you remember forever michael bevan yeah you can just name them they're just those people who literally kind of uh, uh, face fire with fire so i don't think that is a problem i just think it's one needs time to find their feet in any field okay so you, you don't think like the the hazelwood starkies cummins is not are not going to be a big challenge for i will we'll find out soon won't we <laughs> okay that's good that's right hey thanks uh, thanks for your uh, inputs wonderful um i think we are coming to the end of this program anything else you want to share with the listeners before we sign off no it's it's a fun thing again it's, 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 it's a lot of good quality cricket lots more happening so it's kind of uh, i think it's, it's it's good times for all cricket fans uh, no matter which team you support so i would always finish it by saying let the best team win excellent okay thanks again for your time um thanks again for your support take care Anytime you take care bye guys That's it for this episode see you next thanks for listening